Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message. Thank the Lord for you this morning. Praise God. We continue in our message and our themes on this this week. We continue the themes. Our theme scripture was uh, Proverbs 4 and 23. says, Keep that heart with all diligence. For out of it are the what? The issues of life. That's what the scripture says. Keep that heart with all diligence. For out of it are the what? The issues of life. Praise the Lord, saints. How many you know that your heart must be guarded? Huh? Your heart must be guarded and protected from the encroachments of sin. And the only way you can keep your heart, God got to keep it. Huh? God has to keep us. Because we can't keep ourselves, can we? God has made a way where where we can be kept. Praise the Lord. David discovered it. David said, thy word have I what? Hid in my heart that I might not what? Sin against thee. We got to hide the word of God in our hearts, saints. Why? Because of the danger of the encroachment of sin. Seek to what? Take over and and control us. Huh? Praise God. We have to get a daily depositing of the word of God in our hearts. You know, just like we take a, we on medication, we got to take a daily type medication. Then we need a daily deposit of the what? The word of God. In our hearts. Praise God. And it'll keep us from what? Sinning against God. It'll shield us from sinning. Praise the Lord. And you know one thing? Every person that is a born again believer, they're not going to practice sin. Huh? They're not going to continue in sin if you're a truly born again believer. Why do you say that, preacher? Because 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in who? If he in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Huh? A new creature. In other words, he has the nature of Christ, the nature of God. In other words, the nature of God, Christ didn't practice what? Sin. He was the sinless Savior. Was he not? Huh? He was born from above. Huh? We talk about Jesus and we talk about us. Because our identity is in who? Is in Christ. Am I right about it? Praise the Lord. And not only that, 1 John 3 and 9 says, For whosoever is born of God. You've been born again? Praise God. Whosoever been born of God, the scripture said, do not commit sin. Wait a minute now. You said they ain't never sinned. They didn't say that. Do not commit sin. That means they not habitually practice and doers of sinning. Huh? That's what it means. Habitual practice of sinning. Praise the Lord. We may slip up from time to time. But it's not our goal that we what? Practice sin. Because of our what? Nature won't allow you to it. It won't allow you to do it. Right? Not only our nature, but if you had the word of God in your heart, huh? He won't allow you. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise the Lord. And reason why they not they not they cannot commit sin because it, it gives it. For his seed remained where? In him. What is the seed? 
The word of God. The word of God is the seed. First Peter 1 and 23 tells us what the seed is, right? Not being born again of the what? Corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible. Huh? That's what first Peter 1 and 23 says. Praise God. So we've been born of the incorruptible seed. And if that incorruptible seed is in us, we cannot commit what? Sin. Because of the seed. That's what the scripture says. Praise God. And he said, because he is born of who? Of God. So he is born of God. He or she, whoever. Praise God. You are born of God. That's what the scripture said. But you know, saying we covered four great questions about life. And everyone should know huh, the answer to these questions. Praise the Lord. Everybody should know their identity. Huh? Who am I? Everybody should know that. And they should know their origin. Where did they what? Come from. Also, they should know why am I here? Praise the Lord. Yet, the most important question that people need to know today before they leave this world. Where am I going? Huh? That's the most important question. That people need to go know before they leave this world is where I am going. Huh? People, a lot of people going places. Huh? Praise the Lord. And some of them getting lost trying to get there. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise the Lord. A lot of people want to know where they come from, right? That's why they that's why ancestry.com making a lot of money. Huh? They want to find their origin. They want to see. Who, who they are. They want to know what they've been mixed with. Huh? We spend more time and money on those things. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Amen. Praise the Lord. But yet, how much do we spend on knowing where you're going? Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. And knowing where you're going. Y'all listen. Praise the Lord. Where am I going? In other words, what is my destiny? Huh? We apply the course trying to get there. Right? Don't we? Praise the Lord. In other words, what is my destiny in life? In other words, not just in the here and now, but the hereafter. Hmm? What is my destiny in life? Not just the here and now, but the what? The hereafter. You know what Paul said? Paul said, I press toward. The mark of the what? The high calling that is in Christ Jesus. In other words, each and every one of my destinies should be what? To be like Jesus. Hmm? That is our what? Goal. That is our high calling, right? As a child of God. In other words, that should be our eternal what? Destiny that we should strive for while we're here on this earth. I'm going to write about it. That's what Paul was striving for. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And that's what we should strive for, is to be like Jesus. So God has given us a what? An identity. Look no further, because if you're in Christ, you know who you are. Huh? God has given us an identity, hasn't he? Praise the Lord. Not only God has given us an identity, God has given us a beginning. Huh? We have a beginning, right? God also has given us a purpose. Am I right about it? God is also going to give us a certain destination. A certain destiny. Put it that way. 
He's going to give us a certain destiny. How you, how you know that preacher? If you're in Christ, if you're in Christ, huh? you have a certain destiny. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Romans 8 and 29 said, For whom he did what? For no. God knew us, right? He knew we was coming. He also what? Predestined. Huh? Predestined. God had a plan and a purpose for our life. Hmm? He predestined us to be what? To be conformed to the image of who? His son. Did you not know that it was God's intention from the beginning when he made Adam and Eve to be like who? Like him. Did you not know that? God said, I made man in my own what? Image. Did you not know God has not changed from his intended purpose? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Now does sin changes God's intended purpose. Y'all got it? Huh? It may seem like it delay it, but it don't change it. Huh? God is going to conform those that are in him, that are in Christ, to be in the image of his what? His son. That was God's intended purpose from the very beginning. Just because sin came in, deformed us. Huh? Mm -hmm. But listen, but righteousness also came (laughs) to conform us. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And transform us. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise the Lord. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Huh? That's why the Bible can say in Romans 2, 2 and 12 and 2, be not conformed to what? This world will be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? So here's the thing about God. God has chosen, huh? All whom God has chosen. He has chosen them to a destiny, to a destiny, destined end. Huh? God has chosen. He had destined them to a chosen end. Think about that. All that he had chosen. He also had chosen them to a destined end. That's what it means by predestination. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And what is that destiny end? To be conformed to, like who? To Christ Jesus. That's God's ultimate purpose and plan for you and me. Huh? To be like Jesus. Huh? Praise the Lord. What the first Adam failed to do, the second Adam accomplished. Hmm? That's why the Bible says in, 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 in Adam we all what? Die. But in Christ we all what? Made alive. Hmm? Praise the Lord. That's why Hebrews 9 and 27 says, As it is appointed unto men once to die, and after death, what? The judgment. Huh? Did you not know that the Bible speaks of two types of destiny? It speaks of two types of destiny. Somebody give me St. John 5 and 28 and 29. St. John 5 and 28 and 29. Read it for me. While you're reading that, I'm going to read to you what the Bible talks about in the Old Testament of two types of destiny. In Daniel 12 and 2. It's saying many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth. See, after death comes what? Judgment, right? Praise the Lord. 
shall awake. Everybody going to be awakened. Huh? But not at the same time. Huh? Y'all see that? Everybody's going to be awakened, even though that are in Christ going to be awakened. The dead shall what? Rise first. Did you not know those that are not in Christ going to also be awakened? Huh? I'm talking about a resurrection, y'all. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Those who are, that are not in Christ going to be awakened. Listen to what Daniel says. It says, uh, well, Daniel 2, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting what? Contempt. Y'all see that? So there's a resurrection unto life and a resurrection unto death and destruction. Who got St. John 5 and 28 and 29? Even Jesus spoke about it. What did Jesus say? Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. You see what Jesus said? That's what Jesus said now. Because he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He ought to know. Huh? Praise the Lord. Here's the thing about God. God told his people to children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy 30 and 19. Hear what he says. And God is saying the same thing to you and I today and to each and every one that hear this message this morning. God said in Deuteronomy 30 and 19. He said, I call heaven and earth. To record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death. Blessings and cursing. Can y'all see people choosing life? And you see people going down the road of death? Can y'all see people choosing the road of blessings? And people going down the road of cursing? Huh? You see what's happening with people's life. But listen what God wants his people to do. God says, therefore, choose life. Why he want them to choose life? That both you and your seed may live. Did you not know the decisions and the choices that you make also has a bearing on your children? Huh? Amen. The life that you live and the choices that you make huh, has a bearing on your children. Amen. You want to know why your children ain't saved? You better check and see how saved you are. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You may not like it, but I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let me tell you something. When it comes to every person that are faced with two choices in life, the choices that you make will be a determining factor as to where you and I will spend eternity. It can be a determining factor where we're going to spend our eternity. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But listen, the Lord made it plain and he made it clear in his teaching talking about the narrow way. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He made it plain in his teaching. And you know what he made it plain? Clear to all of us to know and see? Because we all are what? Traveling. Going somewhere. Are we not? 
Huh? We all are traveling going somewhere. Huh? But listen, ain't you glad that our course has been plotted by the Lord? And all we got to do is follow the signs that lead to what? To heaven. You can't make no detour getting to heaven. Huh? You got to stay on the road. You got to follow the, we got what you call this thing, GPS and Atlas and road maps and all this stuff. You got to follow the road. Do not Jesus say I'm the way and the truth and the light. That's what he said, didn't he? Praise the Lord. So he makes it plain to show us the right road to heaven, right? There's one road going to lead to heaven and the other road leads to hell. Alright, we're going to look at these roads. Go with me to Matthew in the, in the 7th chapter, verses 13 and 14. Huh? We're going to deal with these two scriptures here. Book of Matthew in the 7th chapter, verse 13 and 17. You know what the Bible says? It says, there's a way that seemeth what? Right unto man, but the end thereof is the way of what? Death. So many people thinking that they own the right road. Huh? That they're going in the right way. That they're going in the right direction. Be later to find out that the road comes to a dead end. Huh? Y'all done done that before. Sometimes we ignore the sign. I've done it before. Yellow sign me up there saying dead end. No outlet. Huh? Go down there anyway. You hear what I'm saying? Don't you know people do that today? When it comes to God's path. God's road. Huh? God done told you the road you're going down is a dead end. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. You're going to go down it anyhow? Ain't that contempt? Ain't that's what uh, uh, Daniel was saying and they that done unto there was contempt. They're going to raise, rise up, raise up because of their contempt. Huh? Praise the Lord. So Jesus in these chapters, in this verse here, these two verses here, Hear what it says. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Huh? For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in thereat. Verse 14. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto what? Life and few There'll be that what? Find it. Huh? He presents to us two gates. Am I right? There's a straight gate and there's a wide gate. Now let me talk about the straight gate. The straight gate we know it to be heaven's gate. Am I right? Huh? You remember in the book of Revelation it talks about 12 gates to the city? Huh? We know what them gates are made of, right? Made of pearl. Each gate is made of pearl, right? Praise the Lord. Y'all heard the saying, saying, well, when I get to heaven, I'm going to sing and shout. And not only I'm going to sing and shout, but I'm going to meet Jesus at the pearly gates. I'm going to meet Paul at the pearly gates. I'm going to meet Peter at the pearly gates. You better make sure you're at the pearly gates and not at the fiery gate. All right. Huh? Praise the Lord. You better make sure you're at the pearly gate. Because the Bible talks about why it is the gate <laughs> that represents what? The entrance into hell. Huh? Praise the Lord. You remember the man who was rich and he died and the Bible says he lifted up his what? 
his eyes in hell. And the man was in torment. So he went at the pearly gates. Right? Praise the Lord. He was in torment. Somebody give me Isaiah 5 and 14. Isaiah 5 and 14 talks about hell. Let me tell you something. Hell enlarges itself. Somebody said, is there going to be in a room in hell? There's going to be plenty of room in hell because it's expanding. Huh? That's one place that I know that expands. Y'all, listen, what, what do Isaiah 5 and 14 say? Therefore, hell had enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure, and their glory and their multitude and their bomb, and he that rejoiced shall descend into it. You hear that? Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. He that rejoiced shall descend sin into it. Yeah. Talk about hell, right? Now, but, but listen, Jesus is talking about the gate, but Jesus also talk about two ways, mm -hmm. two ways or two roads, right? Huh? He presents to us two ways, a two roads. He said, Brawl is the what? The way. Am I right? Then he said, Narrow is the what? Way. Broadway. Think about Broadway. What comes to your mind? You think about New York City, don't you? <laughs> you think about Las Vegas, right? Did you not know in every big city there's a, a street called Broadway? Every nice big city. There's a street called what? Broadway. And you know what? You want to find out where all the folks are going? Take me to Broadway. Go to Broadway. I was down in New Orleans one time. Me and my wife, we was up the street, living in, staying in a hotel in the French Quarter somewhere. And all of a sudden, I looked down the street and about maybe about five or six blocks down, I saw a herd of people. They were like cattle. Just going in one direction. I looked down there. I said, what in the world going on down there? It's all the action there. You know, I asked the man down there. I said, what's down there? That's Bourbon Street. I said, oh, okay. I stay away from Bourbon Street. Because everybody was going in one direction. One is a stricken. Praise the Lord. So they was on Broadway. And you know what goes on in Bourbon Street? Yeah. Somebody sound like they've been there. <laughs> Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all listening? Talk about Broadway, huh? Broadway, known for its main road. That's the main road that people travel, right? It is where all the excitement is. It's all where all the entertainment is, right? Huh? Huh? It's the road that is what more frequently traveled by those who don't know the Lord. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Those who don't know the war, Lord. But also he talks about the narrow what? The way. The narrow way. What is the narrow way? The narrow road. Huh? It's the road sometimes it's least traveled. Right? By those who know the Lord. Huh? They seek to follow him. And you know what that highway is called? The highway of holiness. Huh? Give me Isaiah 35 and 8. It talks about the highway of holiness. Now, Broadway is the hellbound boulevard now. That's what Broadway is. Hellbound boulevard. Praise God. But there is another highway called the what? The highway of holiness. What Isaiah 35 and 8 said? And, and, and it shall be a highway there. And another highway. 
highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. You hear that? So the unclean person is not going to travel this road. Huh? The sinner ain't going to travel this road. Praise God. But it's for those people who are following the Lord. Huh? Praise God. Going to, going to heaven. On their way to heaven. Then the Lord talks about Jesus presents to them. You know, everybody's going somewhere, right? So every road has a destination. There's a place of destination on that road, right? In other words, he presents to us two ends or our destination. Huh? Listen to what it says here. That lead it to what? Destruction. That's one destination. Y'all see that? Living in sin leads to what? To destruction. Hmm? Living a life of a sinful life leads to what? Destruction. And a lot of people are destroying their lives in the here and now. Right? By drugs and alcohol and a whole lot of other stuff they're doing. Right? So that you know they're on Broadway. But the greatest of destruction going to come, the eternal destruction. Huh? In the end. That final destination. Huh? Praise the Lord. They lead it to destruction. Praise God. So when you look at what the scripture is saying here, what Jesus is presenting to us, there's another road that leads to what? Life. That goes back to Proverbs 4 and 12. Says, there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is the way of what? The death. That's destruction. Hmm? Praise the Lord. But then the Bible talks about there's a road that leads to what? Life. You see what he says? Down in the 14th verse. Which leadeth unto what? Life. Huh? This road leads to life. Its destination is life eternal, right? Praise the Lord. The road that leadeth to life eternal. Give me St. John 5 and 24. Read what Jesus said. When you follow the Lord, it's going to lead you to what? Life eternal. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hear my words, he that hear my words, and believe upon him that sent me, have everlasting life. Have everlasting life. Y'all see that? And shall what? Not, shall not what? Shall not come into condemnation. Shall not, shall not come into what? Condemnation means destruction. But it's what? passed from death unto life. But you don't pass from the road of death to where? Life. To the road to life. You see that? That's what salvation is, saints. That's what salvation is. Praise the Lord. That is what true salvation is. Now we know that people are traveling, but who are these people? There are two groups that are traveling, right? Who are they? Jesus presents to us two groups who are travelers, right? They are the wise and the what? The unwise, right? The saint and the sinner. That's who they are. We know the saints are those who are wise. But the sinners are those who is foolish or unwise, right? Praise the Lord. So here's the thing. You got two different roads. You got two different destinations. And you got two different, you got two groups of people living differently. 
So you can't be on the road like the sinners are going and living and going to places that they go. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be on Broadway with them. Because if you are, then you're going to wind up in the same destination where they're going. Amen. I'm going to write about it. Amen. That's why the Bible said, separate from among them and I will receive you unto my what? Self. Praise the Lord. So saying, that's why you have to make my last statement here. Jesus presents to us two decisions. You got to decide. You got to make a choice. Did you not know when you don't make a choice, you made one? Don't you know that? When you don't make a choice for right, and just say, well, I'm just going to say neutral. You already made a choice. In other words, you can't straddle the fence. You can't be neutral in this world that we're living in. You're either going to stand for something or fall for what? Anything and everything. Huh? You can't be double-minded. You got to choose a side. You got to choose a road that you're going to travel. I'm all right. Praise the Lord. It ain't no shortcuts to get to heaven. It ain't like some folks said, there's many ways to heaven. Ain't no many ways to heaven. If there was, God would have showed it to us. Huh? Praise the Lord. There ain't no many ways to heaven. You may find many ways to go to New York and other places like that, but there ain't no many ways to heaven. Praise God. So you got to make a what? A choice. Am I right? So Jesus presents to us two decisions. One of the decisions, it speaks of little or no effort. We're talking about salvation, saying. Little or no effort. Then there's others who seek to find. That's what it says right here. The gate brought is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Then it says, and few there be find it. All right? If you search for it, you will what? Find it. Huh? Praise the Lord. So people who are making a choice to follow little or no effort, then they're going in a course of this world. They're following in the course of this world, right? I'm just going to go wherever the wind blows. What do Ephesians 2 and 2 say? Children of disobedience. What it says, Ephesians 2 and 2. They're following the course of what? This world. See, people, when people fail to make a decision to follow Jesus, then when you don't make a choice, you what? Made one. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. To go into the course of this world, to follow the course of this world. Mm-hmm. Read what it says. We're in in time past. He walked according to the course of this world. Come out the saint. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's what it says. So the children, the spirit that's working in the children of disobedience, they fallen in the course of this world. All because they failed to make a what? Decision. To follow who? Jesus. And that's what a lot of people are at. Right now. But yet those who seek to find, huh? They'll be given what? Directions. Huh? 
They'll be given what? Signposts along the road. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? And that's one thing we as a people, God, we should never ignore the signpost. I should never ignore that dead end sign. Huh? Sometimes you go down there and you can't turn around. You got to bag back up. But listen, don't that sound like repentance? Don't that sound like repentance? You're going in the wrong direction. Then you got to turn around and go back into what? The opposite direction, which is the right direction. Huh? The, the sign said no outlet. Huh? Dead end. And God is saying that same thing to people. If you don't repent, you're going to die in your what? Sins. That's what God said. So I'm going to end on that. All right? All right? The words of Jesus. In this conclusion, the words of Jesus. Give me St. John 8, 21 through 24. I'm going to end there. St. John 8, chapter 8, verse 21 and 24. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way. He said, I go my way. See, Jesus know where he came from and he know where he's going to go. And you shall seek me, and I shall die, excuse me, and shall die in your sins. Whether I go, he cannot You hear what he just said to these religious leaders who thought they was on the right road? They thought they was on the right road. But Jesus said, you're going to seek me. Huh? And shall die in your what? Sins. Whether I go, you cannot what? Come. That's what he said. God is saying the same thing to sinners. And those who are hypocrites too. Because they were hypocrites. These religious leaders. Huh? What else he said? Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? Because he said, where I go, he cannot come. Now listen, that goes to show you how far they were off in their spiritual understanding. Is he going to kill himself? No, you all already dead. He's more alive than you all are. You hear what I'm saying? They didn't realize that they were what? Spiritually dead. And that's why people talk. They don't realize it. But they thought they were on the what? The right road. Jesus said you shall die in your what? Sins. Whether I go, you cannot what? Come. So they thinking Jesus is going to do what? He going to commit suicide. How they get that out of that? What he said. He going to commit suicide. If he commits suicide, he going to hell. They were on their way to hell. If they die in their sins. And that's what Jesus is saying. So he makes things plain and what? Clear. He makes it plain and clear. Read on, brother. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. All right. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. That's what he told them. You see, he says it again. He said, you shall die in your sin if you don't believe. So what's going to keep you and call you for not going to heaven is unbelief and not following Jesus and accepting who he is. Huh? That's what's going to keep you from going to heaven. Praise God. 
So God has given us saints and a blessed assurance. And that blessed assurance is in Christ. It's in Jesus Christ, huh? Because he has given it to us. We have our lively hope, as Peter said, right? Listen, we have a lively hope and we have an eternal inheritance. Y'all hear what I'm saying? An eternal inheritance. Praise God. That, that is in Christ. And then Peter talks about it, how that is incorruptible. Huh? An inheritance that is undefiled. Something that is incorruptible, that means it can't be polluted. Something that is undefiled, that means it's not defiled or stained by evil or sin. Y'all see that? See, heaven is not going to be stained with pollution. Hmm? That's why Jesus told them that you cannot go. Huh? Praise the Lord. So heaven is not going to be be uh be be corrupted. Amen. There will be no corruption in heaven. Amen. Then he goes on to say that faded not away. Peter talks about that. It not will not never what fade away. You know how it is. Sometimes you buy some new clothes and you wash them so much they begin to fade. Amen. Can you imagine the things that God has prepared for us will never fade. It'll still look new and, br and, and, and bright and br 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 brilliant. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> bright and brilliant. Huh? We'll never fade. What? Away. Praise God. And not only that. Reserved in heaven for you. That's what Peter said. Reserved. That word reserved in heaven. That means someone had made Reservation for us. You know how it is when you're going somewhere? You're going out of town, you call ahead to the hotel and you make a reservation. Huh? Because you're going to come there on a certain day and certain time. Huh? You're going to sit out on the road and you plan to be there at a certain time. So I want to reserve this room for my stay. Listen. Who made the reservation for us? Jesus himself. Huh? Reserved in heaven for who? For us. He made the reservation. Now only the person who made the reservation, the person can what? Cancel. Huh? They're going to be there. You know why they're going to be there? Because he said, Lo, I'll be with you until they what? The end of the world. I'm going to be with you to the end of the age. They're going to be there. Because greater is he, the scripture said, Bible school, Sunday school lesson, that is in you than he that is what? In the world. So we're going to be with him throughout all eternity because he has reserved us a place in heaven. Did you not say I go away to prepare a place for you, for where I am? Those promises, saints, those promises, that's something that God did on our behalf. The Lord did on our behalf. And all we got to do is stay on the road. Amen. Huh? Stay on the road. Because he's leading and going somewhere. He's going to, to heaven's gate. Huh? He's going to heaven. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we thank God for you today. And we, when we look at the promises that Jesus made concerning our reservation. He secures it. He secures our, he secures our reservation. So you're secured in who? 
in Christ. And how is it secured? It's secured by his promises. And it's sustained by his what? Power. Amen. Huh? And better yet, it's secured by his presence. He's going to be there. Hmm? He's going to be there. Ain't that wonderful? So we thank God for you. Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.